Chris Miles was able to retire twice by the time he was 39 years old. But he's not content to just enjoy his own financial freedom and peace of mind. Chris wants you to have your own ripple effect so you can live free today. He's not the financial advisor you expected. He's the anti-financial advisor you deserve. He's jumping behind the mic right now, ready to make waves. Here's Chris Miles. Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. Welcome to our show that's for you. Those that work so hard for your money and you want your money still working harder for you right now. You want that freedom and cash flow today, not 30 or 40 years from now, but you want it right now because you want to live that life that you love with those you love. But most importantly, it's not just about getting rich, it's about living a rich life because as you are blessed financially, you have a greater capacity to bless the lives of others. Thank you for tuning in today, joining us, binging and sharing and doing all that you guys do. As a reminder, if you haven't liked and subscribed to our YouTube channel, go to the Money Ripples YouTube channel, like and subscribe. And also, if you haven't checked out the Money Ripples Shorts, if you like to get short little snippets, we got stuff over there too on the Money Ripples Shorts channel. So check those out today. Hey, how amazing would it be if you could create monthly cash flow, passive income from making at least double digit returns on your money? And get this, it's only $1,000 or more that you need to invest. Guys, that's exactly what Secured Investment Corp. does. They actually do short-term lending to real estate investors that's backed by real estate that you can actually return double-digit returns on. That means 10% or better. It's also IRA-friendly, and you can even reinvest those monthly distributions to create compound interest on your money, too. If you want to learn more about that, go check out securedinvestmentcorp.com. That's secured, S-E-C-U-R-E-D, investmentcorp.com. All right, guys. So I want to talk about a particular topic that will come up from time to time. And I really want to make sure you guys come from the right place, the right mindset, because many people will want to know, how do I know something's too good to be true? In fact, many people will even accuse our stuff saying, hold on, Chris, you're talking about 10, 12, 15% or more returns per year. Chris, that sounds too good to be true. And that's usually the case when someone hasn't been exposed to a lot of different options, especially if you've been exposed to just the traditional financial models. Now, there is some truth too good to be true. If something sounds too good to be true, it could be, but it depends on your perspective, depends on where you're coming from. Too good to be true really is relative based on the person. So I wanna get into this really to determine what is too good to be true, because I'll tell you, my number one investment right now is paying me nearly 50% per year, like 50% per year, doing great. Now, that's based on the money that I've invested, Typically, it's not too uncommon to get right around that rate of return, but it takes some time. It still takes some work to get there. There's still taxes you got to figure out, right? There's still things that can cut into it that reduces some of those returns, but it can still happen that way. Even with my real estate properties, I've had some do better than that, but there's also been good appreciation. Often when our world, when we talk about alternative investments, we like to try to stay very conservative, which is right about the double digit mark, low double digits, like 10%. That's something we can find over and over again very easily and even have it in some cases being contractual. Doesn't mean it's guaranteed, but it does mean that there's contractual type things. For example, you could lend your money to somebody and they might say, hey, I'm willing to pay you 10% a year to borrow your money for that year. They might even pay you 10% for six months which is really like 20% a year if you were able to do that twice. There are people that are willing to do that depending on what they're trying to do and if their numbers make sense. That's the number one key is that numbers have to make sense for something, whether it be too good to be true or not. So the first point I'm gonna make is this. Just because something 
sounds better than anything you've been exposed to before doesn't necessarily mean that it is too good to be true. Just remember that. You don't have to have a scarcity mentality. The question you should be asking instead is, what makes this profitable? What allows them to pay this kind of return? And you've got to really use some good, common, rational sense here. So don't just write something off thinking it's too good to be true just because you haven't seen it. Now, let me give you some examples of where the number should make sense. I remember back for the last recession, back around 2006, I remember there was a few deals that came out that did seem too good to be true. First and foremost, there was a real estate investor here locally in Utah. He was starting to build a pretty big empire. Now, he would pay his investors, primarily his partners, he would pay them 5% a month on their hard money. That's huge. That's 60% a year. He was paying them that. Now, why did it work? It worked because he was flipping properties so quickly, buying them under value, flipping them, turning around, selling it to again, selling it high, selling at market value, appraised value. He was able to keep turning money over and over again. Here's the problem though, is that even though he did that, he would try sell it to an investor and then he would try to lease it back from the investor, meaning there was an expense, there was a payment there. He wasn't just flipping the property. He was in a sense holding it, selling it to an investor, paying them money, so then he could go and move along with the cash. They called it equity stripping, right? They would strip the equity out of the property, move it into the next properties, and just keep doing that system. Worked great until 2008, and really 2007. Even when 2007 started happening, things started to slow down. Lending got tighter, especially about the summer of 2007, and their model started to weaken a little bit. It started to get shaky. Once 2008 happened, especially, next thing is he couldn't afford to pay those kind of returns. Problem was this, is that those same people said, hey, we can get more leverage off our money. What if we raised capital? People gave us money. We paid them 4% a month. And then those people said, I know what those guys are doing. They're making 5% a month, paying us four. They're making this 1% spread, which is really an infinite rate of return on money that's not even theirs. They're making a fee off of it. They said, what if we did the same thing? And so they pay people 3%. and started to create almost like this multi-level type of investment. And the next thing you know, when everything went hit the fan, especially with the guy that was in the middle, trying to make all these purchases and everything, when the real estate market wasn't appreciating and they couldn't flip properties as quickly, it was almost like sticking the stick in, uh, inside of a bicycle spoke. And you stick the stick inside the bicycle spokes, you flip over the handlebars, the whole thing fell apart. That guy is now in prison because of everything that happened. There was literally over $100 million of investors' money lost because these properties weren't cash flowing. He was just buying the properties, moving to the next one, just holding on to these properties, making no rent. Like he wasn't even renting them. So it looked like a Ponzi scheme. Even though it wasn't, Ponzi scheme, just so you know, the difference between a Ponzi scheme and actual investments is that Ponzi schemes are paying you with other people's money. They have no assets backing up. They're just taking people's money, turn around and paying your returns based on people just putting new money in. And if there's enough real excitement, then people will keep putting money in. He wasn't doing this. He had assets. Problem was that it was not a sustainable business model. At best, he just had a really crappy model. It was awesome in good times, but not good if you stress test it. I bring that story up because I think there's a lot of real estate investors that have done the same thing over the last several years. They can get sloppy with the numbers. They can borrow people's money, even if they're doing hard money lending and lending money to these investors. If their model doesn't work in all markets, you have to ask yourself, am I gonna get my money back? Will this actually work or is he gonna lose money? This is why whenever we look at investors, we look at investors that are in our network that we refer to our clients. We wanna make sure that they've actually gone through a full market cycle. They didn't just show up in 2017, 2018. You don't wanna do that. So that's an example where it could have worked, but it was too good to be true in all markets. You've gotta make sure that it works in all markets. Here's an example, one that was too good to be true legitimately, and it was a complete 
This one was a Ponzi scheme. This was a company called 12 Daily Pro. Now this 12 Daily Pro, they call it 12 Daily Pro because every 12 days, they would pay you a 24% rate of return. So about every two weeks, you're making about 24%. Do the math. If you start to really compound that money, within about a month and a half, you're even a little bit less. You're doubling your money. Here's what's interesting, psychologically speaking. The higher the potential return that people get, there's been studies. I remember hearing this even in the last recession. The higher the potential returns, the less people do due diligence. Let me repeat that. The higher the potential returns, the higher promised returns, the less due diligence people do on a deal. They get too excited. Their brain stops functioning. The emotions take over. The excitement, the greed takes over. And people might say, oh, it's abundance. I'm in this abundance mindset. You're in a greedy mindset because your brain turns off. You don't really look at the details. And so they've proven this. Psychologically, people that are promised certain returns, the higher the return, the less due diligence, the less they actually research into the thing. This is also true on the opposite. We've seen people research heavily things like infinite banking. I can't tell you how many people are like, well, it's got to be a scam or something. Infinite banking doesn't have that high return. When you're talking about getting guaranteed 3% tax-free, that's not a huge return. Even the ones that are paying 5 to 6% tax-free right now, and they've been paying that since 1870 or 1847 was one of the companies we use, right? They've been paying that for over a century, almost going on two centuries in some of these companies. Yet people are like, I don't know, that sounds too good to be true. There's got to be a catch. But you tell somebody, hey, even with my partnership that I have, right? I have a partnership in real estate where I'm getting paid almost 50% a year. People are like, what's that? Show me that. I'm signing up. They don't even do the due diligence. Now, they might ask a few questions. They'll think they're doing due diligence. But at the end of the day, they're like, no, it sounds great. Do it. Again, that's the tricky thing. Like many people are like, I don't know. So I came across one recently. I had three friends introduced this particular company to me. This company is called Novatech. I don't know if you've been introduced to it or not. This is a good example. This is like the 12 Daily Pro of this particular time period. Just so you know, follow up on that 12 Daily Pro. What happened is that eventually after a few months, and I had friends in it, after a few months, the SEC stepped in, realized a complete Ponzi scheme, shut it down. People lost their crazy. They would limit how much people would put in too. But the crazy thing is there's people that quit their jobs in 2006 thinking, hey, I could retire off of this because of how much is paying me. I'm done. So they quit their jobs. Many cashed out their 401ks to go put their money into this Ponzi scheme. They didn't even think about it. I even had one friend. He said, Chris, honestly, with some of our friends that do real estate, they would say this is a complete violation of principle. This is complete gambling. And they even say you can lose your money anytime. There's a disclaimer. It says you could lose your money at any time. But when I asked him the question, where do they really make their money? He's like, honestly, I really don't know. I don't know how they make their money exactly. It sounds like they do something with this, but it sounds like they're just doing lending, but I'm not positive. The thing shut down. The woman was living in like Atlanta, Georgia or something like that, just making bank off of this thing until it finally shut down. So this Novatech company, Novatech FX, if you want to look it up, is a kind of a hybrid type company. So here it is. And they'll even say it's a trading platform. It looks legit. They could do Forex and crypto trading. So that's what this premise is. Now, these three friends of mine, both came from different directions. Two of them actually posted within the week saying they're making 3% a week average. Now, that's not guaranteed. They say that. They say this is an investment. You could lose your money. There's plenty of disclaimers, but they're saying this has been averaging 3% a week for the last three years. I thought it was funny because one of them even said like, yeah, it's got a three-year track record. Guys, that is not a track record. <laughs> that means squat. Even if they say they've been paying every week for the last three years, 
that's no time at all. There is so much that can go on with that, especially if new people keep signing up. There's like a $25 a month membership as part of this. It actually has this direct sales component to it. If you look up the CEO and, then, and everything, it's a husband and wife, the CEO and the COO or husband and wife team. You look up their background on LinkedIn and things like that, you really find out that these guys don't have that much background. So I'm going to share with you a video that was shared with me about the company. Now, I'm not going to go play all of this stuff for you guys, but they, notice they got an earnings disclaimer. They got the usual type of things to warn you that you got to know who they are. They talk about how they do cryptocurrency and Forex trading. Understand, I've known plenty of people that have done this kind of stuff, right? They've done tons of these kind of things. And so it's, again, it's a trading platform, but you can actually have this passive investment where they invest it for you. You're putting your money in and they do the investing right? Which kind of makes me wonder, okay, great. I can do my own trading, but why if you guys do a much better job? And that's kind of what this person pitches. They say, hey, this person does a great job. They do way better than me. So trust the professionals. Mistake number one, it's okay to leverage and trust people, but how much experience do they really have? Now in this, here's the CEO and the COO, which is her husband. And then the CTO, which they said, hey, you used to work for the government. Just so you know, that means nothing. That's like saying an accountant, a CPA used to work for the IRS. I'll tell you, some of the worst accountants I've ever met used to work for the IRS. They didn't really get any real accounting experience to know what to do. Yeah, sure, they understood the IRS a little bit, but most accountants, if they've been around long enough, understand the IRS pretty well. So being an IRS employee doesn't count. But even this guy was in the security, say he was in a, had a securities job or whatever. I don't know his exact job before, but even if he was, so what? That means nothing. So they say they have over 40 years combined experience, but you'll notice most of this, even though they talk about cryptocurrencies, blockchain technologies, professional networking or leadership and team building. I looked them up. I went to LinkedIn. Most of it is network marketing or direct sales. That's where most of their experience is, not in investing. Here's another thing that drives me nuts. Notice that she puts reverend in front of her name. Now I have no problem with someone being reverend. We've actually had people on this podcast. We had like a real estate preacher who actually does gives sermons, had people that have been reverends. I have another friend who's an investor. His wife is a reverend. That's great. I love that. I love people that are faith-based. But how many times do you see somebody put on your professional trading platform, reverend in front of their name? Guys, that to me is a huge, huge big warning. That's a huge red flag because anybody who tries to put that there is not trying to appeal to that audience. They're trying to appeal like, hey, I'm a Christian too. You can trust me. And again, I don't know these people personally. They could be great people. I'm just saying that right there is a huge manipulative ploy. That is just not cool, okay? I'm religious as well, but you don't see me putting any of my little titles in front of it. Even if I got my certificate to go and marry you, I'm not gonna be putting that on my Money Ripples website. If they wanna put that on, that's fine, but that does nothing for this. And But it does create this little unfair influence. It's something that's really very subtle and not so subtle, a tricky tactic that I don't like. Okay, so for the most part, yes, they got 40 years experience, but is this 40 years experience with Forex and with cryptocurrencies? Definitely not. Definitely 100% no. And so they said, this person that was doing this video, they said, hey, this is great. I like the fact that they're on calls every week. Great, they're talking to you. Good, maybe they gotta keep you going. They're basically your leaders, right? This is set up like direct sales, just so you know. You can earn commissions. I'll show you this on their website. You can actually earn commissions from this. Now, I have no problem them paying referral fees to some level. Here's where it gets tricky though. See, like there's lots of companies that will say, we'll pay you referral fees. They use the example in this other YouTube video, they use the example of banks that will pay you a referral fee, right? If you refer somebody to set up a savings account, you get paid $25. Okay, great, they do that. They have their own thing here where they pay you. 
So yes, they can pay you a direct referral bonus. You'll see that here. They'll also pay you indirect referral bonus. What does that mean? It means when your referral refers somebody else, you get paid. This is critical. Now, they don't pay you beyond that. Now, they do have other bonuses here, like there's fast track bonus if you get started and get more people enrolled. You get check matching, you get that. So as to help kind of get a bonus on your team's production, you get residual bonus, they're saying. This is from services fees paid by your direct downlines. I'm guessing that's from the $25 a month, but there might be other fees coming out. I didn't see any other fees. Rank achievements. So of course, this is just direct sales, guys. Profit sharing. If you get to a certain rank that's common in network marketing is that there's a profit sharing pool and people will share in that pool based on the pro rate of basis that they earn out of that entire company. Now, this is the key thing. When they say your referral, you get paid on the referral of your referral, but they don't say you get paid on the referral to the referral. The reason they don't do that is because if you get paid three levels, so not just your referral, that's one level, then that referral refers somebody else, that's two levels. If you stop there, you're now not in network marketing in the multi-level marketing space. It's not multi-level marketing. It's now direct sales. And there's a big difference because in direct sales, there's a lot less red tape to go through. It's a lot easier to pay on referrals. Typically, Money Ripples could do something like that as well, even though we don't, but we could. We do have incentives for like our clients earn some referral, referral type of fees, like on some consulting or products and things like that. Never on the life insurance stuff, but, uh, but anything that they can be paid on, like on consulting. Great. Yeah, I can do that. And you can even say, hey, you could try to figure out a system to do pay on the referral, the referral that gets into that really that direct sales type of thing. And it starts bordering multi-level marketing. When you go three levels or more, boom, it's multi-level marketing. And there's a whole new set of rules you got to abide by. Here's another red flag I have here. This is not just a typical network marketing company. This is based on actual like money type of stuff. Like, so Here's the thing is the SEC, if this gets big enough or it makes enough noise or somebody complains, whether it's the state securities department or the SEC comes in, they're going to say, whoa, look at this. Oh, wow. This looks like an investment. This is an investment and people cannot get paid on investments. So this is the first thing I looked at. I looked to say, hey, are these people paid on the money that people are earning? Because one person told me, they said, yeah, I think you even make money when people make money. And I was assuming that was on the trading, that 3% a week they're talking about. But no, that's not the case. If they were to get paid on that, right there, securities violation, this company's gone, shut down because you cannot pay people on investments. If you pay people on investments, you need to have a securities license. That's not happening here. But if they do anything like that where people get paid on somehow like in the investment performance, that could be a big issue. That would get them shut down right away. And I've seen it happen. Just so you know, for them trading your money, that in and of itself is not a bad thing. But I'll yeah, I knew a guy that was a trader and he would actually promise 10% a month. That's less than what these guys are paying out recently. 10% a month. I remember telling him, I said, guys, I was a trader. I traded stocks and options. I know some of the best traders that were out there and they do not do 10% a month consistently. And so I told people that were trying to invest in this, like, I need it, especially when it was during the recession, right? Like, I need to make this work. Here's the problem. 10% a month is not sustainable. That's an unrealistic rate of return. And on top of that, because he's taking your money, and even though everybody trusted this guy, he had a nice British accent. So people love British accents. It's the most trustworthy accent in the world, just so you know. They love that accent. And so they trust it. Oh, by the way, these uh, people here with Novatech do have kind of that little accent there because they got that. They have some, I think, some Caribbean ties or something like that. So they have that cool accent. This guy was British and everybody loved him. Yet the securities department in his state shut him down and everybody lost their money. It was gone. Everybody lost. Under, you have to understand this. One, 10% a month is just not sustainable. 
Why? Because I'll show you, these people will also use their calculator thing. Now, this is the crazy thing, right? I've seen this. I'm going to go to the YouTube video where it shows this particular thing. It's towards the end here. They talk about the returns, right? The track record. So they have the track record here. They even show the recent track record. So they show 2021, there's January was 15%, February 13.6. So 2021 profit was 17, 177.9%, almost 200%. Their average, 12 month average for the last, you can see average per week, 3.06%, 13.28 per month, or 159.37% 12 month total return. Here's the thing that seals the deal that people love, right? And they're showing you, you know, of course, each, each month has week by week breakdown, like the lowest one year. You don't see any negatives at all. That to me is a big red flag. Okay. Anybody who's trading is pretty likely you're going to have at least some negative weeks. Their worst week was a 0.65%. And just so you know, the more money that you have in possession, the harder it is to contain and, and keep those persistent returns. It's just so in, virtually really impossible, okay? And again, I don't believe too good to be true very often. Like, it's very hard to do. Here's the one that is the kicker. They say, hey, if you invest 500 bucks and you make 3% a week for one year, you're at 1,800 bucks. So you nearly, really, you more than triple your money in one year. Now, that actually is should be BS since we already know that 159%, that's not triple, would be 200%. So already seen this, that makes me wonder. But look, five years, look at that. Five years, it's compounding, it's just reinvesting it. 1,087,000. dollars turns into a million dollars in five years. This is what anybody who's talked to me about this, three people in the last week all said, and they're all women, by the way, too. I don't know if it's just certain women talking to each other. I haven't met the men yet. I know there must be. I guarantee there are. This is something that men probably fall more prey to than women do. I'm starting to see women that aren't necessarily financially trained showing up saying, look at this, it's legit. I'm getting paid for the last several months or a few months or whatever it might be. So I'm just gonna hold on to this 500 bucks. I'm gonna have a million dollars in five years if it keeps working the way I think it does. They use this calculator. They didn't use one that's from their site. Here's a $500 balance, 3% interest rate weekly for five years. Calculate it and watch this. There it is, 1,087,000, just like they said. Now, what if I change this to instead be closer to the 159% total return, right? Because that seemed more likely. I'm going to put exactly 159.37, five years. Watch what happens when I calculate. Boom. Actually, it looks better. Look, 1.28 million. This should be working. Actually, no, I need to change this right here. I change this to yearly. But again, I'm just changing yearly. It'll be different now. Now it doesn't look so good. Of course, so anyways, we're going back to this weekly here. So we put this back in 3% weekly and was it become back to 1,087,000. Now, here's the thing that they don't tell you to do is what if we went out 10 or you know what, better yet, let's just go out 15 years. Now 500 bucks, do you really think it's that much? No, not at all. Watch what happens. Then calculate this, 15 years, boom. Now we've got $5 billion, 5 billion. You realize this puts you on the Forbes 500 list, right? Of billionaires. In five years, your 500 bucks will put you on the Forbes 500 list of the richest people in the world. Doesn't that make you question something? Now, these people, they're so good. Hey, they've probably been doing this a while, right? 40 years combined experience. What if we just gave them 100,000 to do this with? 100,000 making 3% a week for the last, really for 15 years. Oh my goodness. Now, guess what that number is? Count the numbers. There's the 100,000s, 803 million, 469 billion, trillion, one quadrillion dollars, guys. In 15 years, they'll have one quadrillion dollars. 
Understand that even the wealthiest people in the world right now are barely right around $100 billion. And you're telling me that they're going to have a thousand times more wealth from just their 100,000 bucks than everybody else. This is even George Soros, who is a Forex trader, has done it for decades, has averaged, you know what he's averaged? Not 3% a week. He's averaged about 20 to 24% a year. That's more likely. Now watch this. Now let's just say they do happen to earn that. And I'm going to use my own calculator here because I like to use calculators that make more sense. But say you had $100,000 to put anything into it. Let's just say you did earn 24% like George Soros in 15 years. How much money do you have? Two and a half million dollars. Does that sound more believable? Yes. By the way, he's done it for longer than that. Done this more closer to 50 years. And look, now you're about 4.6, almost $4.7 billion. That matches up more with what he's done over that period of time. Now, I didn't add anything to it. That was just 100,000 bucks. But that's a little bit more believable, isn't it? Not this crap. Not this whole one quadrillion dollars in 15 years. It just doesn't happen. That is too good to be true. That is bogus. That alone should scare the heck out of you. Okay, let's sum this up. Again, talking about Novatech, I think this thing is going to go down in a matter of months. Once this gets out, I guarantee the SEC, if they haven't already started to investigate it, they will be all over it. But it's the SEC or the state securities department. So it's just interesting, guys. If you try to contact these people, it's a little bit tough. They get a phone number and it goes right to voicemail. It doesn't actually answer. People don't pick up. But look at the suite number right here. It's out in the Caribbean. Now, if I do a Google search on this really quick, watch what happens. Pull up Griffith Corporate Center. That's exactly what it said there. All right, guys. So look at this. You even look up the address of Novatech, right? And it takes you to this Griffith Corporate Center. You'll see that it's got a 2.2 review. Why? Because everybody's like, hey, this is what Omega Pro Trading uses. We even go down more. Hey, this is what EMFTA does, which is a mining Forex trading arena, right? All these things. And the response from the owner is the same every time. We do not rent office space to a company called EMFTA. However, there's a registered agent in the suite next door in 305 and Wilford Services, which is basically like a VA service. So this is like a virtual mailing type of situation. This is not their corporate headquarters. This is just a forwarding address that they go to and then they can forward the mail from there. So you have no way of knowing where they are, where their place of domicile really is. That's it. That's the tricky part right there is you don't even know if they're in the Caribbean. You don't know if they're in the United States. You don't know if they're in Europe. We have no clue. So here's the thing, guys. It's like, is Novatech FX, is this thing a real legitimate business? I think it's going to get shut down really within the next few years. Okay. Actually, I'll take that back. It's going to be shut down in the next few years, most likely the next few months. Once this keeps getting a point of more and more attention, it's going to get shut down so quickly because it's in the financial space. SEC is going to be all over this. It's going to blow up and people are going to lose their money. They're going to say, why did I get duped? It seems so legit. They seem like good people. They always do. Okay. They always do. You got to make sure that you turn on your brain along with this kind of stuff. Again, this is not about going to a scarcity place that everything that doesn't sound like the money you've made before is too good to be true. That's not what you should be using. Question is, based on this kind of investment, can you make that kind of return? Well, if someone to say, hey, in my own business, I can create a 200% return on my advertising or 400%, 500% return on my advertising. Cool. Good. Now, there's a law of diminishing interest. You can only scale so much. You're not going to be like, oh, if it works for a couple thousand dollars, I'm going to put in a couple million dollars. I'll make that proportion. No, you don't. It doesn't work that way. There's always that law of diminishing interest and other factors at play. But yeah, if someone says, I can go double my money in my business, 
Yes, you can, because you can control that business. You can make things happen, put in your own time and effort to get better returns. But if someone says, hey, purely passive investment and hey, somebody's doing the trading for me and they're going to make several hundred percent a year. Okay, how often have they done that and for how long and in what markets? You know, 2019, three-year track record, not a track record. Guys, that is not a track record at all. You could pretty much almost live on debt and still make that work, especially if you have enough new people coming in, enough excitement going in. You could smooth out some of that transition and still make it work, right? You can create that Ponzi scheme and keep it going for quite a while. This thing, just mark my words, like I've marked other words before for other types of investments and things that have happened. Mark my words, this thing will blow up. Is something too good to be true? Hey, as long as you have an open mind, you have an open perspective, but then you can find out how logically it can work and it's been tested and tried. That's again, that's when we look at the investments that we have in our network, we want people that have actually been tried and true. They've actually done it for years and years, not just a several months, okay? Gotta be something that's worked in different market cycles and swings in a full market cycle of ups and downs, ebb and flows. Their system still works. And nope, I'm sorry, guys. I cannot promise you 3% a week. In fact, that's just crazy, ridiculous. It just won't happen, okay? 3% a week, that kind of returns. Like I said, you're not gonna be a quadrillionaire in 15 years. Sorry to say that, guys. It just won't happen. But can you become a millionaire within a few years? And if you're not one now, potentially, yes, depending on your situation. Could you double your money in five, six years? Yeah, you could. Would you double your money within a matter of months, a few months? Not likely, guys. Okay, so that's the thing is that this kind of extreme stuff, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. There's things in the middle. There's things that could be safer. It doesn't take high risk. Doesn't mean it's risk-free, but there's ways you can manage risk, still get good, decent, double-digit returns, and even beat the stock market potentially. So those are the kind of things you can do in the alternative investment space. Don't go chasing after these high ROI things that haven't really been proven. You've got to turn your brains on, guys. Got to actually turn your brain on and look at this with real eyes wide open. Just like you're dating, you look at it eyes wide open. And unlike being married, where they say, put your eyes half shut, don't do that here. Keep your eyes wide open the whole time. Make sure it's tested and true. Guys, if you have questions for us, always you can reach out to us at moneyripples.com. Go and make it a wonderful and safe and a great and prosperous week. And we'll see you later. Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.